fantasy hockey picks and bets right here on Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Jake Hahn, taking a look at bets and DraftKings plays for Thursday, March 24th in the NHL. Before we get into it, though, remember to give the show a like and subscribe to Mayo Media Network if you haven't done so already. We've got 10 games to break down, so let's get right into it. And we kick things off with a really nice matchup in the Atlantic Division. The Tampa Bay Lightning in Boston to take on the Bruins. Both teams are minus 110 here, so a true pick em. Over-under is set at five and a half for this game. Tampa has actually lost their last two, and they're coming off a physical 3-2 loss in Carolina on Tuesday. That one really felt like a playoff game. Their last six games have actually all gone under, which I suppose furthers my Vasilevsky under narrative, which I've been sort of saying on the show basically all season long that anytime you see like an under six, even six and a half, sometimes with Vasilevsky in net, you always take the under. We do have a five and a half in this situation. So I think that's closer to where the line should actually be. Nick Paul scored in his lightning debut on Tuesday. So that was nice to see for him, a deadline acquisition for the Tampa Bay lightning. The bees on the other hand, kind of the opposite of what Tampa has been doing lately. They've won two in a row, five of their last six games and continue to close the gap on Toronto and Tampa for a two, three spot in the Atlantic they look like the Bruins were for sure going to be a wild card team and maybe they still will but they're playing some good hockey here and, and they are closing that gap so watch out for these Boston Bruins Marshawn stole Jake Allen's soul with a fake in overtime on Monday it was just an, an unbelievable move and he has just been money money lately all season really but lately on the on the shot prop uh, which once sat at two and a half for some reason for so so long it's now been sitting at three and a half and he continues to cash that shot prop with regularity so I'll go back to that on Thursday night for sure depending on what the odds are in terms of a money line play I'm going to go to the Boston Bruins here I, I just think at a pick em price home ice the way that they're playing right now I just think they're playing better hockey than Tampa if you go look at, at Tampa's results over the last month or so it's been a long time since they've beaten a team that's in the playoffs like they've they've been beating up on teams or they the games they've been winning have been against teams that are out of the playoffs they've been struggling a little bit lately so I think they'll get it figured out I'm not worried about Tampa Bay long term but as of right now I, I think there's some value with the Bruins here on home ice at minus 110 and what is a little bit of a rivalry game between these two divisional opponents we'll stick in the Atlantic division here for the next game a little bit more lopsided for this one though the Florida Panthers minus 245 favorites on the road in Montreal to take on the Habs who are plus 205 home underdogs the over-under is up at six and a half for this game the Panthers are seven one and one since the beginning of March and haven't played since Friday so they'll be really well rested they won that game Friday three nothing in Anaheim so they come back from California get a lot of time off to kind of kind of hang out or at least they sorry they head to Montreal from there and they've had some time in, in between games uh, busy at the deadline and this will be the debut of Claude Giroux so very excited to see Claude Giroux in a Florida Panthers jersey it's projected to play with Alexander Barkov and Carter Verhage and he's also projected to be on the first power play unit so being thrown right into the mix on the top line top power play and hey it's Claude Giroux where else are you going to put the guy I mean he's been a star player in this league for so long I think he deserves that shot to get some big minutes and play with some really big players so looking forward to that part of this matchup the Habs have lost five of their last seven games 
but they've actually been competitive in most of those games, despite the fact that they've come out on the losing end in a lot of them, uh, including an OT loss to Boston on Monday, where they hung tough. I actually thought Jake Allen played quite well uh, before Marshawn got him in overtime there. They've been allowing a lot of goals, though, which is never good, uh, especially when you got to face the offense uh, like the Florida Panthers. So I struggle to think how they're going to slow down the, the, the Panthers. They might be able to score a bit and sort of keep pace with them. So I, I could see this game going over the six and a half total like a lot of Florida Panthers games do and what seems like a lot of Habs games do lately as well I'm just going to play the the Panthers here though I, I I would certainly condone a play on the over six and a half if you wanted to go there as well but Panthers money line Panthers puck line it feels like they should win this thing by multiple goals it's got like a six three six two smell to it uh, between these two sides I think Florida should be able to run up the score a little bit on the Habs on Thursday night Next up, we've got the Dallas Stars plus 160 on the road in Carolina to take on the Canes, who are minus 185 favorites on home ice. The over-under is up at six for this game. The Stars have won two in a row, three of their last four, since I actually saw them get shut out by the Leafs last week live. They, ra- they rallied in the third period against the Oilers on Tuesday for a huge win in the West playoff race. So they just, they haven't really looked dominant at all, but I, they're doing enough to win games. They're doing enough to sort of hang around in this playoff race. So I guess that's good enough for Dallas at, at the moment, but I still worry about their depth past that top line. The Canes on the other hand, snapped a very rare four game losing streak. It's extremely rare to see the Canes lose that many games in a row, but they snapped that uh, with a nice win over Tampa on Tuesday. They've been struggling to get consistent offense and finish on their chances. The upper opportunities in the puck possession are still there and that's why not overly concerned about Carolina here long term I I think those goals will start to go in for them and they did start to go in a little bit on Tuesday you score three goals against Vasilevsky that's usually good enough so I like the Canes here minus 185 I think is a little bit too steep with how much they've been struggling to to finish and put the puck in the back of the net so I'd actually look towards the under six here Dallas can lock it down they can play defense they can get good goaltending with Jake Ottinger so if it's an Ottinger Anderson matchup which is what we're projecting right now. I would look towards the under six in this matchup. Next up, we've got the Detroit Red Wings plus 185 dogs on the road in New York to take on the Islanders who are minus 230 home favorites. The over-under is up at five and a half for this game. The Wings have won just two of their last nine games, but they're coming off a six-goal performance against Philly on Tuesday. So they did find the offense, but it's the Flyers. So it's pretty easy to find your offense against the Flyers. Mo Sider is just trucking guys and continues to look like an absolute stud. Uh, the skill, the size, the speed, everything. He, he's just a complete package. Looks like he's going to win the Calder this year. Another guy that was sort of in the mix for the Calder, Lucas Raymond. He's been good for his shot prop lately. Someone to keep an eye on. I think the only problem is the Islanders can suppress shots fairly good not quite as as good as they have over the past couple of seasons but those could be a couple targets Raymond and Sider from a wings perspective uh, in terms of the shot props Uh, the Isles have actually been one of the best teams in the NHL in the month of March they're six one and one over their last eight games and they come in off a three nothing shutout win over the Sens on Tuesday so they've actually been playing well they look more like the Islanders we've seen from a couple seasons ago uh, look at Dobson, look at Brock Nelson for shot props. Maybe look at Anthony Beauvillier, although he's a little bit inconsistent. I prefer Dobson or Nelson if you want to dip into the uh, shot prop game here. I'm, I'm not really going to play this game. I don't, I don't think I'm going to have much. My, minus 230 for the Isles feels like a pretty fair price the way that they're playing right now. 
and the fact that Detroit's just really been struggling with any sort of consistency lately. So this one's a, a pass for me. I think you can make a case for Detroit at the big, big dog price, but I like the way the Owls are playing right now. I don't really want to get in front of them on Thursday night. Next up, we've got the Philadelphia Flyers plus 220 dogs in St. Louis to take on the Blues, who are minus 275 on the money line. The over-under is up at six for this one. The Flyers, like I mentioned earlier, traded Giroux at the deadline as expected. They don't have much to get excited about on the current roster. Guys to look at for shot props, Kevin Hayes has been pretty good lately. Travis Konechny was good for a while, although he's kind of gone away the past few games. This is game two of a five-game road trip for Philly uh, that started with a loss against Detroit on Tuesday. The Blues broke a three-game losing streak with an impressive road win in Washington on Tuesday. They dominated the Caps for basically that entire game, uh, suffocated them in the third period to sort of close that thing out. Vladimir Tarasenko and Robert Thomas are both day-to-day right now. And Tory Krug left the last game on Tuesday and is also being called day-to-day. So the Blues are banged up, but they're a really deep team. I think they have the bodies to overcome a few injuries like that. I would look towards the over six here. I think St. Louis can certainly score on Philly like everyone can score on Philly. And if the Flyers can find a way to score a couple goals here, I think that this could creep over that six total and you're getting it at plus 100 right now. So that's where I would look uh, in yet another chalk heavy game where St. Louis is a huge favorite. Next up, we've got another game with a pretty healthy favorite, the Minnesota Wild minus 225 favorites on home ice. Vancouver coming in at plus 180 on the money line. The over-under is up at six for this game. The Canucks push for a playoff spot has completely fizzled out three losses in a row, five of their last six. And that would be going into Wednesday because this will be the second half of just a brutal road back to back as they're in Colorado on Wednesday night. So really difficult spot for the Canucks here. The wild have actually won three in a row and they seem to have briefly figured out their defense and goaltending woes that has kind of been ailing them for about a month or so only allowed three goals total over those three wins, including a Cam Talbot shutout on Monday. This could be Marc-Andre Fleury's debut for the Wild. I don't know if they want to go back to Talbot after the shutout on Monday, but it would make sense to try to get Fleury a game after making that trade. They've also been awesome at home this year. 20 wins, seven losses, and one in overtime uh, at home this season for the Minnesota Wild. The home overs have also been great. We've talked about that a lot this season, and that's probably where I'd go here for a flat total of six. We've been getting a lot of six and a halves for Minnesota uh, in their home games. And now we're seeing a six. So I I think it might be time to go to the overs, even though they are getting that solid goaltending and that solid defense, which does worry me just a little bit taking that over six. Uh, Next up, we got another big favorite. It's uh, Winnipeg minus 285 on home ice. Ottawa coming in at plus 225 on the money line. The over-under is up at six for this game. Uh, The Sens have lost five of their last six games and they just can't score right now. Only one even strength goal scored in their last three games. They seem to be feeling the loss of Thomas Shabbat, who just drove so much play from the back end. that It felt like the instant that he's been out of this lineup and and went on injured reserve and is going to miss the season, they've just completely flip-flopped and they're not getting much going whatsoever. The Jets are clawing back into the playoff race, two wins in a row for their last five. They traded away Andrew Kopp at the deadline, but they still have a lot of nice offensive pieces. They've scored 23 goals over their last five games. So the Jets have found that offense, which has been really inconsistent over the course of this season. I like Winnipeg to win this game, but seeing them at almost minus 300 hurts my eyes a little bit because they just they don't deserve to be that big of favorites. They're such a tough team to trust. Again, Ottawa, with with how much they've been struggling to score lately, is also a tough team to trust. But at plus 225, I think you could sprinkle on that and and sort of hope that maybe the Jets 
turn back into the Jets and, and blow a game that they should win, that they're trying to get back into this playoffs race. I think the over six is, is also worth a look here as well. But Ottawa plus 225 on the money line, I think it's some pretty fair value if you are looking for a big dog on Thursday. Next up, we've got the Edmonton Oilers minus 255 favorites on home ice with San Jose coming in plus 205 on the money line. The over-under is up at six here. The Sharks have won two in a row, including an impressive comeback win in Calgary on Tuesday. I did not see that one coming. Logan Couture, Tomash Hurdle have both been studs for shot props on the over two and a half lately. I would certainly give a look there. Uh, looks like Capo Kakinen is also set to make his first start as a San Jose Shark between the pipes. They acquired him at the deadline from Minnesota. The Oilers have lost two in a row, but they have actually played great. I watched both those games. Uh, played well in both of them. Tricky back-to-back in Colorado, in Dallas on a Monday, Tuesday. I would expect them to go to Mike Smith here, who I thought hung tough against the Avs on Monday, gave a good account of themselves. I think I think I like the way the Oilers are playing here. I'm not going to lay minus uh, 255 with them, especially the fact that the Sharks have been a little bit pesky lately. Maybe give a lean, a slight look towards the the over six in this situation, but better games, I think, for betting on, on the board for me on Thursday night. Next up, we've got the LA Kings minus 190 favorites on home ice with Chicago coming in plus 155 on the money line. The over-under is up at six for this game. Chicago has lost three in a row going into Wednesday night. So this will be the second half of a back-to-back as they're in Anaheim on Wednesday. Uh, you could look at Alex Dabrinkit over three and a half, Dylan Strom over two and a half for props, but the Kings do a really good job of suppressing uh, shots. So I would be careful putting, putting too much on those guys. The Kings are really banged up on the blue line, but they got a huge win on Tuesday over the Preds. 6-1, continue to hang in there in the Pacific race despite the injuries. That second line of Phil Deneau, Trevor Moore, and Arthur Kaliev has just been driving so much play for the Kings lately. Those are all guys I'd give a look to in the shot prop market because they've just been money lately. Uh, I like the Kings to to continue to roll here. If you want to lay the puck line, you can get some plus money. It's, It's tough to get behind the minus 190, but I think the Kings win this game because they just needed a lot more. And I, I believe in the Kings, despite the fact that they do have a lot of injuries on the back end right now. Last game on the card, important game, the Nashville Predators, slight favorites on the road, minus 115 in Vegas to take on the Knights, who are minus 105, slight home dogs. The over-under is up at six for this one. This will be the third road game in four nights for Nashville as they beat the Ducks on Monday. They got smoked by the Kings on Tuesday. If you're looking for shot props for Nashville, Roman Yossi's been a stud. He's always a stud over three and a half. Matthew Shane over two and a half isn't a bad play here in this matchup either. Vegas had a nightmare back-to-back on Monday, Tuesday. It doesn't get much worse. They were shut out in both games against Minnesota and Winnipeg. They've got issues up and down the lineup. They can't score. They can't defend. They can't get goaltending. And they've officially fallen out of a playoff spot. If you are looking for maybe a slight positive at least from a betting angle, the Jack Eichel shot prop has been pretty good over three and a half. So you can look to that. Even even Wild Bill Carlson, who's now getting a lot more responsibility with all the players out for Vegas. Keep an eye on him. He seems to be shooting a lot over the past couple of games. I like Nashville here to continue to roll. Day off, I know it's, it's three and four for Nashville. I don't love that, but day off between games. So I like it a little bit more. And Vegas just looks like a disaster. I think the Preds can go in and take advantage uh, of the minus 115 right now. I could see that price creeping up a little bit more before puck drop on Thursday night. So give me the Preds against the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, DraftKings on Thursday, we've got a pretty interesting slate with 10 games, lots to pick through. Uh, Top of the board, six guys above $8,000 on Thursday night with Roman Yossi 
leading the way, a defenseman leading the way in terms of pricing, $9,200. I think I would rather start my lineup, though, with Connor McDavid at 9K. Good matchup for McDavid. I would lean him instead of Dreisaitl if I am picking one of the Oilers or Kyle Connor. I think you could pivot a little bit, go with Connor. Drives a lot of play. I could see him scoring a goal or two on Thursday at $8,600. Florida is going to be a a heavily backed team on Thursday, I could imagine, with that matchup in Montreal. Giroux, I would think, should be popular. I think people are going to want to play Giroux in the debut. It's only $5,100, so he's very affordable. He's got a good line assignment, power play time, so I could see him being a very popular play. Sam Reinhart at $5,300 isn't bad, in my opinion. I like the Blues. I mentioned them earlier. I think you can ride with some some Blues on DraftKings as well. David Prawn is the obvious option. $5,900. The guy is just on an absolute heater right now. Uh, Jordan Cairo at $5,800. Pavel Buchnevich. At 5,600, I think are other good pivots off of David Perron. And if you need to go a little cheaper, uh, Brandon Saad at 3,600. He's up on the top line. He's getting some top power play time as well. So sneaky, sneaky 3,600 for Brandon Saad. And lastly, I I do like a couple of Jets here. Uh, Cheaper Jets, if you want to plug into your lineup against the Ottawa Senators. Josh Morrissey's getting a lot of run on the back end. Uh, If you you need to plug a defense position, $4,900 for Josh Morrissey. And Paul Stasny at $2,900 up on the top line, getting a lot of run there. I I think he could sneak a point or two on Thursday night and could pay off at $2,900. That's going to be it for me today. You can check me out on Twitter at jhan 4 Good luck with your bets and your lineups. Thanks for watching or listening, and I'll catch you all next week.